0: In this show, I was in the middle of saying something and you cut me off, bro. Who's producing this show? Is this Vic Venom? And listen, man, yeah, bro, I know the same old tune. Vic is old. Vic is bitter. Vic hates everything and everybody because they won't give Vic a job in professional wrestling. You know what? I've got one simple question for you. Name one positive thing on that three-hour poop fest that we all just watched. Give me one positive. If you guys were looking at the crowd at the end of that show, looking at the shots of the live crowd, bro, those poor people wanted to take their own lives. They didn't even know why they were sitting there. They were deader than Kelsey's nuts, whatever that means you want me to be positive well give me something to be positive about wow. <laughs> what's going on how are you fans
1: <laughs> Vic is throwing uh uh he's taking no prisoners tonight man wow he's he's pretty serious you know
0: bro I, I gotta tell I gotta tell people I gotta tell you guys if you can if you can some somebody else has to give you the timing ask, ask, ask Jeff Lane to give you the timing maybe Dr Chris can give you the time okay let me let me get in the middle here before Raju gets upset <laughs> guys I, I, it, it's it's this simple when Ed Ferrara and myself went to WCW, and I believe our first show, I believe, was towards the end of October. But I will tell you this. You will be able to tell immediately the week before which wasn't a Russo-Ferrara production Mm -hmm. and the very first Russo-Ferrara production, you will be able to tell immediately that it was a different show. Immediately, bro. It was sometime in October of 99. You watch the show the week before, then watch Russo and Ferrara's show, and you will tell immediately there's a change. I, I, listen, guys, I, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, and I'm taking this more out on the fan base marks than I am Triple H. Because if you guys are really g- going to sit there and say there is a change since Triple H took over as what what's the change, bro? W- w- what am I missing? What is the freaking change? Those people in the crowd, when you look at those people in the crowd for that last match, bro, literally they they, they wanted to kill themselves. They that was really. the place, last place in the world they wanted to be. I want you guys to tell me how Triple H has put his fingerprints on this show that all of a sudden this is a great, fantastic show. You know what I took from this show, bro? I, I I summed it up here somewhere in one line somewhere on my notes, but um, Chris, they don't care about the television show. They right. could care less about this being a TV show. This entire show from beginning to end is for the house. There is no reason to watch this on TV, bro. So when you guys carrying on about Vince's put out to pasture and, oh, Triple H, what what, what is he doing with this show, Chris? What is he doing with that? I could not wait for this show to end.
1: I looked at the show and I said, um, this show is spectators from television watching a bunch of marks having fun at a show. I mean, that's that's basically what it felt like. It wasn't. It didn't feel like they were trying to bring in the viewer. It was like the viewer just watching some show of people having fun at a wrestling show. Like Bro, that's what I, I got from
0: that. Chris. I remember back in the day, uh, uh when 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 cable TV first started. I grew up in Long Island, New York, and every month, once a month, it was Monday night, they would they would have the Madison Square Garden show live mm-hmm. on Cablevision uh, every Monday night, not, not every Monday night, once a month. And it was bell to bell. It was a wrestling show. That's what this is here, bro. Look, everything – every look at the bottom there everything for house nothing for tv every every single thing on this show is for the house bro so please tell me what 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 is the dramatic change we're seeing other than nxt people appearing on this show
1: yeah i mean that's that's what i got from this man i was like i was thinking about it i was like you know what i'm still going to give it some time. It's still fresh. It's still new. But at this point, you know, and I'm still going to give it some time, you know what I mean? But, but at the same time, I'm thinking in my head, man, at least give me some developments. What, like, like we'll get to the whole Dexter Loomis, you know, Sean's uh, Sam Shaw uh, segment. But Washington, D.C. is pretty decent crowd, you know, every time they go there. And I was thinking in my head, like people just weren't buying they just weren't into that it was just it was crickets i mean people didn't people didn't know if it was like some type of dude that was really jumping uh jumping all over the 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 uh, uh barricade or some people knew it was sam shaw or dexter loomis and then they tried to bring it i mean they they tried to sell it on the commentary and it was just like it was really, really difficult. They
0: don't, Chris, they don't know how to do anything real. Mm. Bro, I'll tell you right off the bat, let, let's get into the show. Bro, how how long has freaking Triple H been there? How long has Triple H been on the television show? How long has Triple H produced the television show? How long has Triple H been involved in creating the television show? Decades. Freaking decades. I worked with Triple H in in, in the... Early to mid-90s. That's how long Triple H has been there. So right off the bat, Chris, this is exactly, th- this is what writers, true writer, writers would never let happen. Yeah. How long has Rey Mysterio been in the business? Ooh. How, how long? Uh,
1: altogether about 30, Was it, 2002? Almost 30 years.
0: Would you say for those 30 years, of Rey Mysterio was beloved pretty much?
1: Oh yeah, he's been a, consistent baby face for almost well,
0: time. obviously not bro he doesn't have a friend in the locker room
1: <laughs> I was obviously thinking not,
0: but bro. wait a minute but but wait it's not just that so they're they're kicking the snot out of ray mysterio getting heat on ray mysterio the the dude's been around for 30 years the yeah. nicest guy in the world i i have the pleasure of knowing him and working almost with 30 him.
1: 33 years, 30 years
0: but yet he doesn't have a friend in the locker room not only doesn't he have a friend bro Yep. Not one official, not one referee. Nobody comes to help Ray. But, bro, five minutes later, when six girls square off, every every referee, everyone from management is in between the middle. That's what I'm talking yeah. about, bro. Writers don't allow that to happen. They don't allow that to happen because you know why? I'm sitting there with Ed and, you know – there's no way in the world nobody would come to a guy's aid who's been a babyface and a staple at the WWE for some 30 years. Mm-hmm. There is absolutely no way in the world. Bro, that's what I mean. Writers can't write wrestling. And here's the problem, Chris. Casual fans see that, and they're saying exactly what I'm saying. Oh, I guess Rey Mysterio has no friends. <laughs> You can't do that, bro. You can't do that.
1: Yeah. I was thinking about that too, man. I was like, okay, so no one's going to come out and like, he just had a, a celebration, you know, just a few weeks ago.
0: Thank you. Thank you. People were just
1: loving on him. Thank you. Now he has no friends, you know, there's, you know, there's no continuity people, people people get mad when I say that I'm going to say it again, there's no continuity here because there's, Ray Mysterio, beloved, big, big celebration, and then now
0: nothing. Crickets. Right. Yes, yeah. makes no sense. Th- then, bro, you go to Oscar and Alexa against Nikki A S A and Dewdrop. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's it's not too obvious who's going over in this match. So mm-hmm. there's no reason in the world they've done nothing but bury Nikki Nikki A S A and mm-hmm. Do Forget. So so you know who's going over. Yeah. Then the babies go to the top, and here comes. Uh, uh Bailey and the Sky Sisters, and now all of a sudden, here, here are all the referees and and officials. Now, now here they where were they when Ray was getting killed five minutes ago? That's they were, Chris, they were bro, backstage
1: this, tending to Ray was there. Chris.
0: People have to understand this is how you lose respect of the casuals. Yeah. This is how you do it because, yeah. bro, the marks. The people that will watch this show as long as wrestling is on the marquee, they will accept anything. They yeah. they will accept and take everything. But a casual fan is sitting there saying, wait, wait a minute. Where, where were you guys when – that's what I mean, bro. Yeah. That, when you don't know how to write a television show, this is what you get.
1: And it's clear because, like I said, I mean, I've, I've said this before, and you just mentioned it. The marks <laughs> – If it says wrestling on the marquee, if it says wrestling on the headlines, they're going to buy a ticket. So no matter what you bring and it's going to they're they're going to buy the ticket. But that's not who you're catering to. That's not who you're writing for. You're writing for the fans out on the television screen to pull them back in. And it's just it felt like I was watching as a, as a, as a fan of the business. And I wouldn't really call myself a hardcore fan anymore. I'm, I'm not a casual, but I'm not a hardcore fan anymore. And so I'm like in, in the middle and I'm just sitting there like, man, I don't feel included in this show because I'm not, you're not intriguing me. I'm just looking at a bunch of people having a good time at a live event. And, and that's, And that's the feel that I got. And I hope Triple H isn't booking or writing that way because I'm starting to see some consistency of that, though, of like just the the fans watching a bunch of people enjoying the show. And I'm like, nah, I'm
0: not a fan of that. Bro, listen, you got Tony Khan South. Triple H is Tony Khan East. Mm. that that's exactly who he is bro they're writing for the freaking marks no, nothing has changed here bro here's another thing uh, you know again because I, I i can tell you a little something about television writing uh sports key to nation then we go to, we, we get ziggler and uh ziggler and theory get into a fight in the back they hit the camera we immediately go to commercial how does that happen? like <laughs> they don't even know how to do that right yes. bro, if a cameraman gets hit, the camera goes down, we hear the fight we don't see we don't we don't see the fight and then we abruptly go to go to commercial, but not instantly yeah you've got to let that develop to seem like it's real, bro. Yeah. you yeah. don't go they hit the camera, we immediately go to commercial, yeah
1: well ladies and gentlemen purple bond with the ten dollars super chat bro purple bonds pretty hot at you vince is called wrestling triple H changed the narrative of sports entertainment where hard courts are what you call marks are talking about raw in a long time bro admits you don't like marks
0: what wait, wait, wait i don't understand what he's saying chris explain <laughs> this to me because i do not understand what he's saying so, at he's,
1: all. so he i think he meant to say it's called wrestling.
0: OK, uh,
1: Triple H changed the narrative of sports il- il- entertainment where hardcores are what you call marks, Vince, are now talking about Raw.
0: No, 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 bro. The, the hardcores and the marks are always talking about Raw. They're not just talking about Raw now. They are constantly 24-7 talking about Raw because that's what they do, bro. That's what hardcore marks do. They talk about wrestling. So what, what, what are you trying to say, Purple Bond? And thank you for the 10 bucks, by the way. Are you trying to say the marks weren't talking about wrestling till Triple H came over? Okay, bro, if that's the case, Purple Bond, Then you tell me what what is Triple H doing different? Yeah, that's simple. You tell me what is he doing different? Bro, you got Rollins and whoever it was. I already forgot. Oh, Riddle fighting in the crowd. Bro, that's all for the house. It is all for the house. You tell me what Triple H is doing different than what Vince McMahon was doing. Tell me. Make me understand, bro. Uh, uh, Brighten my eyes. Let me see the light.
1: They brought back the term wrestler. According to promos, Drew McIntyre said wrestler. And uh, we'll get to that in a minute. As far as uh, um, someone said more wrestling than talking. I mean, even if there's a bunch of wrestling to me, I, I just, Vince, I don't. Care a bunch of a bunch of people doing wrestling matches. I don't. Especially I don't care. For
0: Twenty minutes, bro. Nobody cares, Chris. <laughs> but care. the marks. But the marks. I don't.
1: I don't. I just a bunch, of, a bunch of wrestling matches doesn't do anything for me. It just. I mean, it's it's boring. There's no buy in or no uh storyline or something give me a reason give me a why behind the what give me a reason why these two people are wrestling instead of just seeing wrestling matches and
0: and and, and what did what did triple h do bro he's dressing champa like the miz now so they can look like the freaking bopsy twins (laughs) bro do you really freaking think that a guy like champa would dress like this like seriously bro is is that the great creative that triple h is doing telling these guys to get the same outfit to look like the bobsy twins yeah you think that guy would dress in neon colors yeah. give me a freaking break bro now, now he's dead chomp is dead now
1: why do you think triple h is booking all these chaotic breakout fights like what is he like? What what is it about the breakout fights that he that he has a fetish about? Okay,
0: I, I'll tell you real simple. Okay, it's a four letter word, Chris. Okay, it starts with an E. It ends in a Y. What do you think that is? Starts with an E, ends in a Y. Envy. <laughs> easy, know. bro. Eat because easy. it's easy, Chris. It's easy. it's easy. It eats time, and it's easy. Fight in the back, fight in the crowd, fight in the ring. It's easy. It it prevents you from having to create stories yeah. uh, between people. All yeah. you gotta do is fight in different locations, bro. It's easy. Yeah, but it, th- these 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 breakout segments
1: are getting really old, really fast, though. I I don't not, not according
0: to the last guy we just had who paid ten bucks. Yeah,
1: he paid ten uh, bucks. Wait, wait till
0: Monday night football starts. Oh, <laughs> wait, wait till Monday night football starts, bro. The party's <laughs> over. It is yeah. over. Triple H's party is over. There, there were a million times during this show where the, the audience watching at home would have turned over to a football game. A million times, bro. A yeah. million times.
1: People are saying that it's a way better product with Triple H at the helm.
0: Give, explain that. All I'm saying is tell me why. <laughs> all, 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 all I am seeing is longer matches. There's still no stories there. Okay. Chris, let me ask you a a simple question. These sky sisters. Mm -hmm. Okay. Name one thing about them. What have I learned about either one of these people? If, If I'm a casual viewer, this is now, I think the second week I'm seeing them or the third, I don't know. Okay. Whatever. What do name one thing that I know about them? What, what, what do I know about either one of these two individuals?
1: Uh, according to, I mean, they came at SummerSlam. That was the thirtieth. uh So they've been there for two weeks. Two weeks. Uh, this, is,
0: this is their second RAW. What, yeah. what do I, What do I know in two weeks?
1: That they are on a mission to take over the women's division.
0: That's it, bro. Ding, 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 ding. Win a win a chicken dinner, bro. <laughs> come on man that that's not writing guys will you will you stop with the love for triple h come on man that is not writing bro he's doing the same thing vince was doing he's just injecting new blood new people into the product that's all that's the only difference you're seeing here
1: and i you know i really really try to um i really I'm, I'm, i'm i'm still giving triple h uh A chance. All right. I'm trying to hold on as far as, you know, giving him. I said, I'll give him to the rest of the year. I'll try, you know, to give him to to the rest of the year with this. But I just, to me, I just, it just feels like the, the, a lot of the fans had such a, a bitter relationship with Vince McMahon. There's a breakup and there's someone who comes in who is better than Vince but still not very good. And so so they just because it's better than Vince, they kind of deceive themselves to believe that it's good, but it's not. I mean, I I just, I just, I'm sorry. I just don't see it. I get, I, you know, we, we get paid to just watch this and and be honest here. And I'm going to be honest. If someone who's been watching wrestling for 37 years, uh, 36, 37 years, I, it it feels like a honeymoon stage with someone new. Well, I mean, and that's, that's what it feels like that. That's, that's what it feels like. I'm going to give them to the end of the year and then we'll see. I want to be, I want to be like, I I don't want to be super critical, but I'm just going to be honest as far as just the weekly content. I'm still going to be honest. And I just wasn't feeling it.
0: Chris, with all due respect, when you've been, when you've lived in a wrestling bubble for 30 years, three months is not going to make no. a difference. Triple H is a product of the wrestling bubble. From, yeah. from the time he was training with Killer Kowalski to Th- Thunder Rising, Terror Rising, I remember watching on WCW, mm-hmm. to Triple H, the Greenwich Pure Blood, whatever. Mm-hmm. He's been in the bubble for 30 years. Why do you think I keep saying over and over and over and over, they need a consultant on this show who is on the outside yeah, and who is watching this as a television program and can sit here and say, you lost me here because yep. of this. You lost me here because of this. You lost me here because of this. That's what they badly, badly, badly need.
1: So we, so we, we did that a while ago, uh, about a year and a half ago. Or so we had our focus group. I think we might need to bring back the focus group, uh, and and they, you know, let us know, and they let WWE know what are some issues that they need to deal with segment by segment. And because at the end of the day, I just I don't know, man. I I just it just feels like Triple H, like you said, it feels like he's a part of the bubble. I don't see any like storylines. I I don't see storyline development. I see someone who's been under the leadership of Vince McMahon. Now, what I see a difference in Triple H? He's an old school wrestling fan. He likes to watch tape, so I can see okay. I want to push this guy. That's what I kind of feel with Triple H. It's like, okay, well, I felt some type of way because Vince let this guy go or didn't see potential in that guy. I'm going to bring that guy back right. because, because I liked him better. Right. And so now exactly. I'm going to use him. Like That's right. that's what I feel with Triple H.
0: Right Chris, now. do you think when, bro, seriously, when, when we jump to WCW, the first three weeks, okay? Bro, let's be honest. Do you think I am booking Miz and Ciampa against Ali and Cedric Alexander? Do you think I'm booking that match? Do you think I'm actually writing that down and that is a match that's going to appear on the show? Do you think that for one freaking second I am going to put that match on my show? Nobody gives a crap, bro. No, again, bro. Who do you think is going over uh, Ali and Alexander, bro? You might as well put two tackle dummies in yeah. the ring. These yeah. guys mean nothing. Why are you putting this on your television show? Where, where's the guy with the ten dollars that I said? A- answer these questions, bro.
1: Well, here comes another uh, super chat. Two dollars. <laughs> Vince, Chris, admits you don't see the big picture.
0: I'll admit admit that I don't see the big picture. Bro, I one thousand percent admit I don't see the big picture. I do not see it, Purple. Thank you,
1: thank you, Purple, for paying two dollars to express that we don't see that big picture. Uh, I, I clearly, I don't see it. I don't what's the big picture I mean let let us know what the big picture is and I I see I'm'm I'm, I'm an open I'm, I'm I have part of the big five personality traits openness is 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 one of my one of my biggest ones I'm I'm an open guy I'm, I'm uh, you know hey I have openness one of my biggest traits I'm open to hear what the big picture is oh so am I okay Tell so me, that's I what look. I want to hear. I can't wait.
0: The I cannot uh, wait to hear it. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. The big picture, me up, bro.
1: The big picture is the big picture is what? I mean, it's I don't know. <laughs> so, Raw becomes a a four or a five again? Is that the big picture? Is the big picture everybody gets over and even Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali are being a very reputable tag team again. <laughs> I mean, like, w- what's the big picture, Vince? I don't know. Come on, bro. Tell me, tell I, me bro, what the I, big I, picture I'm is. I'm
0: telling them, <laughs> bro. Tell me. I'm, I'm, I'm telling, tell, tell smarting me up. I'm, I'm, Chris. I'm missing something. We're missing something, bro. Know, There's something we're missing, bro. I'm missing it. I'm
1: missing it. Uh, SK Nation. What is, what is the big picture? Well, out of all of this, out of all of this. What's the big picture? And what does that look like? How is it going to make it better for people for the casual fans to come back to the product to boost it up and get past two million viewers? What they struggle immensely every week. I think I got a 1.9 last week, but I mean people are still into this, you know, triple H era to see what it does, but it'll just I think it'll just taper off again. Uh so
0: yeah. It will taper off again. And you know, you know what they'll say, Chris. You know what they'll say, Chris? What they'll say. It's football season.
1: Those, it's football season. That'll be the
0: excuse, bro. That's going to be the excuse. Indeed, you the numbers do medication. not go up under Triple H. That's going to be the excuse. It's indeed. foot. Okay, I got. Yes, it. indeed. Yes, indeed.
1: Uh, Rollin with the four nine nine super chat, <laughs> Forty to sixty-minute matches was the NWA UWF TV show of the past. Pro wrestling has evolved past the stories. Talking is needed in to wrestling today. Tonight was boring. Uh, Rollin
0: knows, bro. Roll calls it the way he sees it, bro. Come yeah, on, yeah. Rollin is uh,
1: definitely one of the best commenters.
0: Yeah, guys, come on. So, what, what 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 are we missing? What What What's What's the big picture? Yes, yes. What, what What's different on this show, bro? Tell me what's different, seriously. A uh, uh, sports kid nation. Yes, please what's tell the- me. What's the difference between Bailey and the Sky Sisters and the Riot Squad? What? 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 What, <laughs> what, what is the difference? what, what the is Sky the
1: Sisters difference? was born from a botch, so that's that's basically. What the is difference? the difference, guys?
0: Don't tell, tell me the difference. What? What is the it. difference, bro?
1: I don't see it, man. I don't see it. Purple Bon is back two thousand two dollar super check chris call me you got my i don't have your number actually so uh maybe we're facebook friends if i'm not mistaken um good guy though as far as i as far as uh I, he's he's a supporter of my show so he's a he's a he's a cool guy but uh i've i've told this to me but there's like two there's like three good friends that i talk talked to about uh uh wrestling uh just because we're uh, people who we we talk about faith and wrestling and in, in a, a group chat, <clears throat> and that's the only people I talk to wrestling about. I don't enjoy talking about pro wrestling anymore. Like it's just like you know, I I, I make fun from it, and we do gimmicks like the bouncies and uh, putting over Eva Marie and putting over Veer Mahan and putting over Toots Mon and putting over the Black Scorpion stuff like that. I pop for that's fun to me. But as far as just like hey, did you see what happened on a raw the other day? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't care. Man. I don't I don't care about yeah man, how about that catches catch kid, super kick from Dolph Ziggler, man? He he dug oh, it and really- turned around and boom, you know. Chris,
0: I mean? you know what the funny thing is? Let me tell you something. Let me explain something. Let me explain something to the uh, sports Keto nation. Bro, I noticed um there was, they just put a movie up on Peacock that was just in the movie theater, and it, it's called The Black Phone. Mm-hmm. It's a horror film. So I knew it was just in the, in the movie theater. I haven't seen a horror film in a long time, especially a good one. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to watch this horror film. Mm-hmm. Here's the difference, guys. And again, you know, stop, stop Sports Nation, Key to Nation. Please hear me out. So, Chris, I watched the movie last night, okay? Chris, I will tell you this. I did not like the movie, okay? There were way too many holes in the movie. Mm -hmm. But I will say this, Chris. Here's what we're talking about, you and me. Chris, guess what? It kept my interest. Mm -hmm. I I didn't turn it off in the middle of the movie. I'm like, okay, let, let me see where this goes. I watched the whole movie. When the movie was over, I assessed it. But the key is, it kept my interest. Yep. It kept me go. How, wh- where is your interest kept in this show? But you, you, you can't wait to see Fury and Ziggler? S- seriously, bro. Wh- wh- it, right, how, how did you keep my interest? And, and again, bro, how did we keep people's interest in the past? Oh, how many times have you heard Vince say this? Beginning, middle, end. And yeah. threaded throughout the whole show. How many times have you heard me say that? That's how you keep people interested. Yep. There was nothing on this show to keep anybody interested and 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 Monday night football is not on yet.
1: Right. And like I say every single week, did I leave with a cliffhanger? I mean like I am a I am a one thing that I am a mark for is Ohio State football. I am an Ohio State football mark. And every week you I mean the whole college football uh, uh sport is so intriguing to me because ohio state wins here and and they're they're ranked number four and then then now i'm looking at three two and one games to see if they lose so how they can move up and then i'm looking for the playoffs to make sure that they're in the playoffs and i'm every single week i'm looking at those things and it's so fun it creates intrigue and it makes me want to watch more i'm not seeing i Vince, you tell me, what was the cliffhanger for tonight's role?
0: All right, so you're talking about cliffhangers, right, mm-hmm. Chris? I'm going to talk about uh, characters. Okay. I'm going to give you another perfect scenario, Chris, okay? This, everything I'm telling you guys is a shoot. Keep in mind I'm a 61-year-old man. Chris, I love music. the The music I love the least is rap music. I do not like rap music at all. So, Chris i'm uh, on my youtube and listening to the west texas rednecks by the way yes and post malone is on the stern show okay so here's 61 year old vince i don't know anything about post malone i've heard the name i don't know nothing about it let me learn something about post malone Mm -hmm. this is a true story bro So, Chris, I'm watching these these short clips of the interview on Stern. They're like five-minute clips. There were about four or five of them. Mm -hmm. As I'm watching these clips, bro, I'm drawn to this character.
1: character,
0: Bro, he's got his face all tatted up, but he's, yes, sir, no, sir, Mm -hmm. like the nicest, most polite guy in the world. Then he starts singing like an old Pearl Jam song. And I was like, whoa, Chris, what did I do? I went out and I bought his CD. Mm. Okay, guys, sports key to nation. Who on this show interests me? <laughs> Who, Austin Theory? Am I am I gonna watch this show and 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 Google Austin Theory tomorrow morning? <laughs> Tell me one person on this show that that post malone me. What wow. per Who? Tell me who.
1: Good way to good way to make that a verb.
0: This is all a shoot, Chris. This is all. She didn't know who the guy was. Watched them liked them Nice guy. You know what? Let me hear his music. Yeah. he sold the cd to a 61 year old man there you
1: go
0: who, who on this show do you want to see next week
1: i you know beats me i mean i have like for instance i, I like drew i like drew mcintyre we talked about that before but i mean at the end of the day and we'll get to a segment i i, I couldn't stand the segment it was it was horrible uh, and so I, I agree with you man um and the thing is it's like And in in your particular case, like Post Malone, people, people who are Post Malone fans, they're going to buy anything he releases right Right. before they even I mean, I'm a DJ, I I DJ. So, I mean, I I DJ in the Christian field. And so, like, when I was listening to, like, hardcore rap music back in the day, like, even before artists would even come out with any song on the CD or maybe one single, I would buy the entire CD because I was bought into the actual artist right and that's what hardcore fans are going to do they're going to buy a ticket regardless but if it's someone else who doesn't really know his their music someone's going to who's a big fan is going to tell somebody about their music then that then the artist is supposed to keep their interest and buy and that's how they get sales because they have product that is exciting enough or riveting enough to get more people now yeah. it's like people are embarrassed to tell other people outside of the wrestling bubble about wrestling because it's nothing unless i mean
0: let, let's be honest though chris unless you're a child yeah i, really. I mean i i'm a, i'm assuming children are talking to each other about this show I'm assuming Maybe even not that <laughs> I, I'm assuming the kids are talking about riddle in, in cafeteria. I, uh, I I'm assuming I that I, my, my,
1: I have, I have an almost 10 year old and a seven year old and they talk about Kofi Kingston. And my, my, my 10 year old just told me today, he said, what finisher do you like better? Uh, the Hulk Hogan one or the trouble in paradise. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think it's probably something he was watching on, you know, like the main event or something like that, as a movie. I think Keith Lee was in it. The Miz was starting or something like that. So they watch that. And there's some like YouTubers that you know nowadays kids love to watch people play video games on YouTube. Like that's yeah, that's yeah I know weird. weird <laughs> bro. That's the thing. No real weird. So, yep. They they watch people play video games instead yep. of playing themselves. And so like people watch wrestling or play wrestling video games and so they're familiar with that and like i still have my old school nintendo 64 with like uh uh no mercy on it and they'll play like the older attitude era characters so they know all those characters but as far as now like they don't know too many people because they're 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 not they don't really buy it my my middle one my young my oldest i mean my youngest uh, son He's into wrestling just because, for wrestling's sake. Like he likes Drew, and he he really doesn't like many other people other than the No Mercy game. But it's not they they're not really asking me like, oh, Dad, can we watch wrestling? Can we watch wrestling? Because even my ten and seven year old are drawn away from it.
0: You know, Chris, I can remember two years ago, years ago, years ago. Um. Rihanna was the hot thing, mm-hmm. and I knew nothing about Rihanna, so I'm like, let me buy a Rihanna CD and try it out. And I remember the first Rihanna CD I bought, like Rated R, had just come out. Mm-hmm. So before,
1: I mean, before before you go into Rihanna, quick shout out to, Melissa Cliff Burton for the 4.99 super chat. Just didn't no no comment.
0: Just yeah, wanted thank to you, Cliff. thank but you But what man. I was saying is, uh, Rated R had come out. Mm-hmm. She was the hot thing. I'm like, let me let me listen to her. Mm-hmm. So I listened to her. I became a big fan for the, for the whole package. Okay, now how does that relate to wrestling? Well, bro, that's why you became an Undertaker fan. You became a Hogan fan. You yeah. became an NWF fan. A Rock fan. I can go on a John Cena fan. You you know you know word of mouth. You check somebody out. Yep. Bray. I'll go as far as Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Who's on this show, bro, that you can put in that category? Who? Yeah. Who is on this show you could put in a category like that where, oh, my God, everybody's talking about this person. I've got to see them. The last person, bro, let, let's be honest. The last person was probably Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about the original Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Who Has there been anyone since? As far
1: as a uh, riveting character, mm,
0: no, no. And now, how Nothing many more. years ago, bro, did Bray Wyatt debut? I'm talking about original. Mm. How many years ago? Five? No. More?
1: The original Bray debuted in th- 13?
0: That's almost 13, 10 13, years ago, 13, bro. 13. Yeah. Who has come along that's been that <laughs> interesting that you're going to stop and go out of your way to watch this person.
1: Yeah, I think it was uh SummerSlam of 13 or 14 that he uh debuted against Kane. Uh Yeah, wow. It's uh yeah. And they debuted in uh SummerSlam SummerSlam of uh 13, I believe, for
0: all the uh, yeah. Bro, that's almost 10 years ago. Yep. seriously man who has come along since then
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh man that's that's horrible that's almost 10 years ago (laughs) so there you go there that's that's the last time it's been a a riveting character ladies and gentlemen um yeah so we have uh what's next drew and uh cousin name ring promo interrupted by kevin owens uh you know I wasn't a big fan of this segment. Just, I mean, again, this was this was definitely for the house. I mean, this was yeah. absolutely for the house. Absolutely for, for the for the match's sake. I'll I'll put over the match. The match was 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 fun to watch to me. Or at least it was. It was it was it was an interesting match. Uh, but I looked at it, and I'm looking at it from someone who's not in the bubble, I'm not a hardcore fan. I'm looking at it from I'm not a casual fan, but I'm I'm in, I'm in the middle. Like I said, I'm not a casual, I'm not a hardcore. I'm in the middle and I was looking at it from a television standpoint. I'm not in the bubble, I'm looking at it from a television productive standpoint. I looked at this and I'm like okay, so Kevin Owens is creating a a promo that's He's supposed to be the heel because Drew, as far as I understand, Drew's the one who's supposed to get this big feel to him because he's the number one contender for the biggest feel, the bigger bigger Roman Reigns. Huge personality above and all the rest. But Drew was still kind of messing around with these people who are still kind of middle of the road or who aren't as strong. And he's having all these like extensive matches with like Sheamus and like Kevin Owens. How does that make him a bigger feel bigger? If he's if Kevin Owens is coming in here cutting this promo that they're watching, the Washington crowd's like, "Yeah, man, we appreciate you doing your hard work." And Drew had a good promo to to come back, so I'll give him that. But it was still kind of like bringing Drew down because it didn't make Drew feel bigger after this
0: especially when Owens gave him the stunner at the end yeah I no I they, didn't like they, that. They, they you're you're getting this guy ready for Roman reigns in his home country and he's having a 50 50 match with Kevin Owens
1: yeah who who's been used quite yeah, poorly if, after Mania.
0: If, if if you can't beat Kevin Owens in 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 under 10 minutes how are you going to be Roman reigns agreed yeah, I mean, like that just doesn't make sense
1: to me whatsoever. Bob M with the 1399 Super Chat boo. Vinny R. Love the show. Uh, was Brett and Austin at WrestleMania 13 the greatest match you have ever witnessed? It is for me. Can you break down this classic match and the impact it had?
0: Just brilliant booking, man. Uh, Pat Patterson at his best. How you had two characters absolutely flip flop roles during the course of a wrestling match. You know what? Nobody could do that. Uh, yeah, nobody could do that when you've got a Brett and an Austin and a Pat Patterson. You, you you'll never see stuff like that again, guys. Mm. You'll never see it again
1: um it's very character yeah you'll uh, you'll, you'll
0: just never see it again yeah
1: it was really see that's the reason why characters matter man because you know if it was all this 50 50 stuff and if the characters weren't strong enough if bret hart's character wasn't strong enough he wouldn't have been able to make Austin the the man that he became. Absolutely. You know Absolutely, bro. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And, so, and if, you know, that's the reason why characters matter, man. I mean, that's really what it boils down to. If there was no Vince McMahon, there would be no Steve Austin. Yep. Uh, as far as how, how big Steve Austin felt. Yep. That yep. that wouldn't have been a thing if it wasn't for Vince McMahon. So, yep. Uh, next, uh, we have Seth Rollins cuttings and in-ring promo interrupted by Riddle on titantron he wasn't in his mom's basement he was in the in the arena he runs out and then they have here comes the other here comes the breakout fight. like there's just all these breakout fight segments man i just i don't understand it well i i don't get the fetish i don't understand it man. <laughs> God,
0: chris i don't i don't know i i don't know what to say man i don't know what to say so he's he. he bro, is I I, I look at it like I I don't know if it's me. I I just can't understand how people don't understand this concept. Triple H is a wrestler, okay, and you're telling a wrestler of thirty years, go write a television show. Yeah, bro, that is the equivalent of telling Vince Russo a writer. That's like telling Vince Russo, a writer, Vince, go have a match with Dolph Ziggler. Guys, it's the same thing. You you need to understand that. You need to be qualified as a writer. Being a wrestler does not make you a qualified writer. Yeah. And I don't understand why I can see that. If somebody said to me, Vince, go have a match with Dolph Ziggler, I'd be like, what are you out of your freaking mind? Like, seriously, like, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even know where to start. Triple H is a wrestler who can now write a television show. And I don't, I don't understand that, bro. I just, I don't understand it. I don't understand. Chris, as much as you love Ohio State football, if somebody said to you, Dr. Chris, a world renowned psychologist this saturday you're starting a quarterback for ohio state go get him chris it, it, it's it, that's the equivalent guys <laughs> i'm i'm telling you yeah. i know what goes into a to writing a show that's yeah. the equivalent that's why you're getting matches run ins that's all you're getting bro yeah. why because wrestlers know that yeah. They know, that. they know how to put matches together. They know how to brawl in a the crowd. They know how to brawl in the back. They know how to do that. Why? Why is this so hard for everybody? Why? Why are you fighting me on this? Why is it <laughs> so simple for me to understand, Chris? Yes,
1: indeed. As much as I love Ohio State football, right. I'll uh, I'll stick with talking yes. people through their problems. Right,
0: uh, hey, <laughs> crossing my why, why is that so easy for you to accept? <laughs>
1: <laughs> i uh, would have i i have no shame saying and i played football actually and i i no i, I don't i wouldn't want to do that whatsoever that's I'll like you give. saying,
0: vince listen vince you're gonna see my patients tomorrow I, that, I'm telling <laughs> you, bro, Like that's the freaking equivalent bro i'm telling you i'm telling you
1: <laughs> yeah I, hey uh all right, you see you see my clients, and I'll take the pen and, and write raw. Yeah. How about that? Yeah,
0: <laughs> there you go, man. Yes. Oh man, I don't know why, like, why it's so hard for people to understand. I don't get it, bro.
1: Doesn't make sense, my man. Uh Veer Mahan defeats Bo Keller.
0: <laughs> uh would, yeah. would 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 I have booked out on Nitro in 1999? <laughs> I mean, come on, Chris. I, seriously, come on.
1: Uh, I just I don't get it, Vince. I, I six month promo, six months build, and then spotty off and on. Like, how are you supposed to? How are you supposed to really put people over with these these spotty pushes? I I, know, bro. Again, I Vince, know, no. I'm asking you the questions because you're the expert here. You are the writer. How is Vince, Mc? how is, how is Veer Mahan after Vincent Mann seeing something from him somehow triple eights bring this in brings this in and all these spotty pushes. Oh yeah. He'll be, he'll be a top contender for Bobby Lashley next week for the U S championship. He'll be world title contender in in a few weeks. Please explain to me how the spotty off and on hot, cold pushes is really going to build a start.
0: I have no idea, bro. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. What are they doing with them? Vince? And, bro, this is what Triple H is talking about when he's saying, I wish it was a two-hour show. Because that's the only difference, bro. You would take matches like this out. Yes. It would be the same show, but you would take matches like this off the show. Yeah. That's the only difference.
1: I wish, man, at at least I'd be open to see what happens with Two hours. I yeah. just,
0: I don't like that's know, what, man. That's what you'd get. Yeah. I, I, if if bro, if you're not telling stories in a three-hour show, why would you tell them in a two-hour two-hour show? A two hour show. Well, yeah. what, what, what does time have to do with not telling stories?
1: It's just, I agree with you, but it just feels like a
0: stretch. Oh, I know, like I know,
1: bro. <laughs> three hours just feels like a stretch, man. And like you're booking for three hours every week, though. You know what I mean? Like it's just you talk about oversaturation, Vince. Like it just feels oversaturated every week that you're literally you're booking twelve hours a month of just raw content. Yep. Like with the with the lack of push and the lack of build that these wrestlers have, you're supposed as you're supposed to keep fans. Involved and locked in for 12 hours a month, and that's just on raw with their talent. There's no way. It is, it just doesn't make sense to me. And you wonder why you wonder why the product's dwindling down so much comparatively from 20 years ago from even ruthless aggression. It's because you're having 12 hours of content and stretching it with what we see right now.
0: At the end of the day, here's the bottom line they bastardized their product for a paycheck. Oh, yeah, that's that's the bottom. So who who, that's my fault? Yeah, that's the audience's fault that Triple H wishes. The show was two hours. You bastardize your show, bro, to get the income for that extra hour. And you're going to get my sympathy for that. That's greed, bro. That is absolute greed, bro. You've you've got two hours of material, but you decided to stretch it to three hours to collect a paycheck. That's greed. And no. and I'm 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 gonna feel sorry for you because you can't write a three hour show.
1: No, not me. Not me. Not it's, me, it, bro. It, it, it's clear. I mean, every week it's clear, and you can't you can't make a three hour show every week. Um am I am I right to say that is like is there any other show episodic television show that's three hours a week? No. Like other than a sports show, like sports sports programs for three hours, like Ohio State, you know, football games and things like that are three hours long and baseball games can go long. Yeah. But like as far as an episodic television show, because they want to make it episodic television, but they also want to make it sports entertainment or sports and entertainment. So is it like a three hour sports show with entertainment, or is it episodic television? Like, what are they trying? What do you think Triple H is really trying to do with this product as a whole right now?
0: Fill three hours of television. Yikes! Yeah, it's.
1: Uh, <laughs> how is that going to be? No direction, bro.
0: There's no. There's no direction. There's no big picture, Vince. <sighs> oh, bro!
1: bro Show bro, me the big picture, bro, bro. man. Uh Bobby Lassie defeating AJ Styles. Oh, Joey. Very nice. Joey is back in town. Where is he, man? Time out. Time out. Time out. Joey. Time out. Joey.
0: Bro, I just got a comment. And again, this is, you know, we, we 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 don't need writers. We got Bailey and the Sky Sisters. Yep. And they got a backstage promo. And Bailey bro, how long has Bailey been around now? oh five years Man, about more. 16 like as far as the main roster about bro, the, the, the 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 meat of the backstage promo is she's calling the fans idiots <laughs> like like re- like really Bailey like that that that's the best you've got you haven't been on TV in three years and you you come back and you call the people the idiots like that's that's the best thing you have yeah. bro, bro I, I've told this story before. Brian, she came, Tillman, she
1: came in sixteen.
0: Brian Pillman yeah. would always get driven uh, on the road uh, when he was in the WWE. And bro, you know why? He was in the passenger seat, bro, and he was reading every book he could get his hands on about on serial killers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and getting in the head of. <laughs> that's where Brian Pillman drew his character from. Uh-huh. What, what 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 is what is Bailey reading? Yui Dewey and Louie? Like what what like what what research is Bailey doing that I'm just gonna go out there and call everybody idiots?
1: Come she's on, listening
0: bro. to Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean Chris, you're on TV. You've got to be better than that, yes. bro. You've uh-huh. got to be better than that. Kurt Henning didn't go out there as a heel and refer to people as idiots. You gotta be better than that, man. Come on, it's cheap, it,
1: It's cheap, Some cheap, isn't a go-to for every every heel. Like it's about characters. You know, what I mean, like Nick Bockwinkel was so cocky and arrogant, and he really thought that he was the best champion on the planet. You know, Ric Flair was just, you know, super arrogant. You know he was with his he was with his boys and they were just better than you basically. I mean they, they were in their limousines and Lear jets and you know got kissed all the girls and made them cry and they were just they were better than all these people sitting out here in this studio. Who, y'all want to be like us, you know what I mean? And so that's what it was. DiBiase was richer than everybody, right? I mean that that's basically what it was. Uh, Randy Savage was basically a misogynist to to Elizabeth, right? And People are like, well, how dare you treat that beautiful queen like that? You know, I, I hate you for that, right? And so there was always something that caused us to buy in to characters back in the day. Rick Rude, what I like to have right now is for all you fat, out of shape, no good warthogs, keep the noise down as I show them what a real sexy man looks like hit the music, right? I mean, that's basically what the characters were all about. Now it's, oh, let me take a selfie. What? What? Why do I care about that? It doesn't make any
0: sense. Well, before we get to, uh, we're going to get to uh, Austin Theory. Bro, you know what Austin Theory reminds me of? And, bro, I'm going to tell you right now, this guy will never be over, ever, ever. I, I, I said it way back when. I'm saying it now. You know what you know what I you know what I see when I see Austin Theory, bro? It's that? like they cloned a professional wrestler. Hmm. This like is like a e. a clone <laughs> of a professional. There's no there's no insights. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, bro? There's no feeling, there's no emotion, there's zero connection. It's yeah. like we cloned a goat and now you've got a goat. Yeah. That's that's what he reminds me of. He's like a cloned wrestler. Yeah, there's no reason to have any type of connection whatsoever to this individual. None. He, he Zero. Looks
1: like creator, wrestler, player B, man. I mean, yeah, I swear, bro, <laughs> that's, like that's, it, that's like what
0: that's like. what it feels like to <laughs> yeah. me. And then you're gonna yeah. you're gonna, you're gonna you, you you do the selfie at the end, and like that's yeah. the gimmick.
1: That's the gimmick. That's that's the gimmick. Yeah. I, I'll look <laughs> at that. And I'm like, okay, the the person who is really at the helm, the, the the best representative for your product right now, is someone whose gimmick is taking selfies. Like, to me, that's not saying a lot about your product. It's really not. That's like that's like saying the best team in the division is fifty fifty. Like, that's a bad division. You know what I mean? Like, there's been times in the NFL when they're, they've had you know uh, uh teams and divisions that aren't don't have really good records and people look at the division and like oh man they're they're, they're that division is pretty whack and they won't go too far in the playoffs right they don't look at them to be high in a division and i think what we see right now in the product it's like there's so much 50-50 and the leader of the division still doesn't have a strong presence to him yeah. and it's and it's sad to see man i don't i don't like i said before he won the briefcase so right now the trajectory of WWE is someone like a theory and i again I always always try to say something positive about theory because i've seen him in evolve and he did a pretty a pretty good job as a character but he was like a big fish in a small pond when it came to evolve he definitely don't have that big fish in a small pond feel to him now uh but i, I think he's workable but his gimmick mm-hmm. I mean, he he, he looks like he, he looks great, right? I mean, as far as physique is concerned, he can be moldable into having a good character, but really like this, like Vince McMahon said, Oh man, I want I want selfies. You know, what I mean <laughs> like that like Vince McMahon, someone who's been in the business for 40 plus years, looks at someone like a theory and was there with Hogan, Andre, Bruno, you know uh, uh, Taker, Austin, all of them, and he's looking at Theory and saying, "This guy, I want to lead the pack with the selfie gimmick." Like Vince, you've worked with you've worked with Vince. How in the world do you think from that from that lineage of wonderful characters, did he think about Theory and say? Because yeah, of, a selfie those,
0: will do it because 90% of those wonderful characters came from other territories and invented themselves. Mm. That's why that that's exactly why all warrior. We can go on and on, yeah, bro. warrior, yeah. savage, legion of doom. Taker wasn't original, but I will mm. say this, Bruce Pritchett had a lot to do with that. Yeah, Bruce yeah. Pritchett had a lot to do with Taker, mm. but if you go down the line, bro, 90% of them were inherited and came over from other companies. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And even with Taker, though, his presence was so his aura was so ominous and yeah. his and he really honed the character. I mean, like even watching the Taker documentary and uh, the, the Legends bio, I mean, he really like he for years, he would wear black shades and always dressed in black like he was oh. like really invested in the character. Bro, you, that's you worked
0: what I'm- that's what i'm talking about like i i remember somebody like the rock mm-hmm. bro again th- i'm just thinking of bailey with the idiot promos somebody like the rock first of all bro every shirt rock wore when he went out and did a promo they were 500 dollars shirts mm-hmm. he wore them once every time i would get to tv bro the minute he would see me he would run over to me to tell me all the stuff he came up with during the week. Do Mm. you smell what the rock is cooking? Mm. Rudy poo candy. He would tell me like, you know, like every week it was something else. I didn't come up with any of that. Mm. That told me all Mm. week long, all week long. What is, what is Bailey thinking all week long? How am I going to call people idiots? Yeah. Bro, you gotta you gotta do better than that, man. Yeah. You've got to up your game. That's yeah. why these people were great. I remember Austin bouncing Austin three sixteen off of me for the first time. Mm. I was, oh my god, like, come on, man,
1: yeah.
0: up yeah. your game, bro. You're you're on national television, bro. Yeah. The number one wrestling company in the world. You've yeah. got to do better, man.
1: I, I think that's a fantastic point. And like I've said before, I, I you know, I'm not discarding cheap heat for cheap heat's sake. I think that there's a, I think that there's a spot for that cheap heat. Like a MJF, I mean to me he's other than Reigns, the best the best heel going in, in all of professional wrestling. He's the king of cheap heat and making people and and, and, and basically drawing heat from the crowd and making them feel like crap. And people hate him and he helps other wrestlers because people hate him. And so like, if you do cheap heat, at least make it an art. Don't just go for it to because you feel desperate when you do, when you go and reach out for the cheap heat. It's like, eh, like, like, like it feels contrived when you're doing that. Make it your own and make it a thing and make it an art to elicit hatred from the fans that's what mjf did that's what rick rude did you know i mean he 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 had cheap heat he made everybody feel inferior and talk especially the guys you know i mean like he hated he made the guys absolutely hate him because he would cater to the guys talking about how they're sweat hogs right and it's like that's how that's how it made he made it look good. The Miz, he would, he would go out. He, he you know, he was he's good in cheap heat. He makes it an art. Don't feel desperate when you're doing that because it doesn't make your character very strong. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna close up here, but uh Bob with the 1399 super chat. Bro, <laughs> Vinny was the Kane Mankind 98 or 99 match where Undertaker pretended to be Kane. Your idea, great angle, was that the same first name as the boss ever determined. Any funny stories of mistaken identity?
0: Uh, Yeah, that was my idea. And I I, I hate to even say that because the minute I say something was my idea. Oh, no, it wasn't. Yeah, well, it was, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, bro. At the beginning when I started working at the WWE, people had to call me Russo. They weren't allowed to call me Vince, and I—I I was just like, "This is a really? ridiculous yeah. thing I've ever heard of in my freaking oh, uh, root." People were calling me Russo, bro. Like we were in the streets <laughs> of Brooklyn. Oh, my hey God. Russo. <laughs> bro let's let's give triple h credit for this i will give triple h credit for this i'll blow the freaking trombone bro it looks like the 24 7 is officially dead and over and we will never see this again so yes Mm -hmm. i i i applaud triple h for taking that mess out of this show so that that, that's that's good right there Mm -hmm. yeah
1: good stuff uh also did also do like that he's uh they're having more vignettes to press the prestige up to these mid-card championships I, i've noticed that Well, oh, tell
0: like me that. what happened i swear i missed the uh gimmick with uh what's his face sam Shaw. i missed it i i, I was i fa- was fast forwarding through the show i lastly
1: versus aj and then what happened they had uh Loomis, um jump over the barricade by the announcer's table, and um they had to take them away again. So they okay. put not be like, and it was—I mean, it fell flat. People weren't
0: reacting to that, bro. I ever. had a crack up. Listen, bro, I—I I know I'm old, guys. Trust me. I love. I look forward to naps, Chris. I love taking nap. I—I—I I, I, I am I old. Naps. Yeah. I could not. <laughs> in the in the main event the main event bro oh vey but they were they actually called Dolph Ziggler the Vince Neil of the WWE yes. and then somebody said oh yeah well it's home sweet home i'm like are you are you guys freaking kidding me like seriously man oh man yeah seriously yeah. guys like yeah. Vince Neil <laughs> wow.
1: he's a good worker man he's a good little hand
0: right good little hand bro yeah
1: dakota kai and dana brooke the dana brooke uh you know i pop, i I did pop for the fact that they purposely announced that the 24-7 championship was on the line (laughs) (laughs) i was like oh okay so oh i guess that's a a nice tip off of who's gonna win the match oh the the 24-7 championship is not on the line by the way you
0: know (laughs) you, you know you know what's funny um who, who who who's who with the girls tell tell me who's who like because i who's who with with who like the the sky sisters who who's who, who's so who? you have bailey then you have
1: uh dakota kai which uh came from nxc and then you have eo shirai who's now eo sky which but one's dakota, dakota kai was botched which, one, and which, one's dakota, the, which, sky. which one's which which one's which dakota's the one with uh she's uh well Basically, EOS Shirai is a Japanese
0: uh, Okay, wolf. and the other one is who? Dakota Kai. Okay, l- l- um, let me just talk about Dakota Kai for a second. Because, bro, we have Road Dog on this show on Thursday. Yes, indeed. And I basically was trying to tell Road Dog, bro, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm a television viewer at home. I'm watching this show. I don't know who these girls are. They don't look like stars to me. Okay? And Road Dogg, what did he talk about, bro? What great workers they yeah. are. Yeah. The one girl um, who, who had the match tonight, Dakota Sky?
1: Dakota Kai. Kai. But, but Dakota you know, Sky is fine because we mainly called her With, with
0: all due respect, with all due respect, that's not a television star, bro. You know what a television star is? Sable is a television star. China, China. is yeah. a television Bro, Sonny mm-hmm. is a television star. Yeah. This is not a television star. Thus, the problem. I agree with Brian. She's probably the greatest worker in the world. Guess what, bro? The only people that care about that are the people already watching the show. Correct. A guy like me watching a television mm-hmm. show—this is this looks like a regular person to yeah. me. Yeah. This is not a star. This is the Elizabeth. Elizabeth was a star. You know, a big part of being a star, Chris, is you got to have a presence. Mm-hmm. There's a pre. Cena has a presence. There's a presence yes, there. Indeed.
1: Yes, indeed. I'm
0: sorry, but I just feel I'm I'm a big television mark, and I feel if you are on TV in any capacity, you've got to have some kind of star presence. Yes,
1: indeed. I I, I,
0: I, I feel that with maybe ten percent in yep. the wwe indeed
1: we talked about theory versus ziggler already uh so we'll reach this last super chat before we go rollin is in the building still <laughs> dropping the duck it's 9.99 not much difference by the uh between uh, triple h's uh bailey calling the fans idiots while babysitting these two rookies and McMahon's Edge calling fans idiots while babysitting his two rookies disappointing Edge and Bailey. Well said. <laughs> That's it right there. Absolutely. I mean, I I couldn't have said it any better than
0: that. I agree with that. You know, Chris, you and I, we can relate it to sports all day long. You know, bro, if if, if you're a minor leaguer and you get brought up, and your first week in the big leagues, you're hitting two hundred. Yep. What do you want to do, bro? You want to get the average up. So what are you doing? You're in that cage every day, yep. bro. Before the game, after the game, every day, you know, getting feedback from everybody, talking to you every day. Bro, when you've been on TV as long as people like Bailey, you've got to up your game. For sure. Up your game. All the greats upped their game.
1: Yep. Yep. I, I agree. Well said, Vince. Well, let's uh let's close this up, man. That was that's enough. <laughs> you let the people know
0: about the brand, my man. Uh yeah, guys. Uh, guys, uh, check it out, man. Russo's brand.com, channel, channel dot com, man. Yes, channel attitude,
1: home of all the wonderful stars talking about all things pro wrestling, Stevie Richards, Ben Hamine. Uh, EC3,
0: yeah, disco, disco. Oh man, I'm glad oh, you man.
1: said disco, man. This was I was very disappointed in this raw, but one thing I'm not disappointed is the disco dance, man. Come on, let's come on, come on, come on, let's come
0: on. Come we on, need, need something, come on, come on, bro. Vince, come on, Hold on, on man. man. We
1: need something. Man. Come on, Vince. Come on, come on. Yes, indeed. Yes. That's it.
0: Uh,
1: yes, indeed.
0: Oh, the good old days. Yes, indeed. Yes,
1: indeed. The disco booty shake. Thank uh, you. Very much. <laughs> Thank you for the idiot. disco
0: booty shake. Yes
1: yes indeed ladies and gentlemen this guy here is the best disco dancer on the planet right here vince russo who uh who just gave us a disco booty shake that's uh you can never uh unlearn that you you can never take that out of your memory so uh, you're welcome ladies and gentlemen (laughs) i'm dr chris and now this is the Legion of raw solo